Hey, welcome to The Center in the Saint. I'm Alyssa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. I feel a little freer right now, but I feel like I spent, gosh, the past couple months just like bogged down and overwhelmed. Like summer was two weeks long for me. Oh gosh, summer was really short. And honestly, I'm still in September because September flew by so fast. It did. That I... I don't know. I just I didn't even feel it, and so I'm still kind of there and mentally, even though we're past that on the calendar. <laughs> yes, I know. I was like, wait a minute. I was gone this weekend. I'm like, wait a minute. It's October. That's why it's cold in the morning. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Bogged down. That's good. I've been using the term "bury alive." Oh yeah. I mean, you know, it was like October. I mean, with Halloween and yeah. I don't know. Buried oh. alive is kind of how I felt. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. That's a terrifying thought in real life. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like I'm having a hard time breathing just thinking about it. Because <laughs> <sighs> you're under the dirt. Yeah, I'm like afraid <laughs> okay. to inhale because the dirt's going to go in my lungs. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's as bad as drowning. <laughs> oh, but as God would have it. Yes. He sent me to John 17 verses 5 through 10. Okay. And I don't think I've ever, if I have, I've forgotten, okay, or not seen it for what it was. But the, it's not the entire thing. This is a portion of some verses where Jesus is praying for his followers, and it is beautiful. So you should go read it, but we don't have time to do that today. But you just kind of like, he was hanging? Yeah. There you go. There's some homework already. Just in the first two minutes. John 17, 5 through 10. We have to read that. Check. Because Jesus is praying for us. Okay. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. But I'm going (laughs) to, I'll tell you, you know how I get stuck on a word. This very last, is actually verse 10. He ends that, this beautiful section of scriptures with everything mine is yours and yours mine, and he's like, Jesus is talking to God, and my life is on display in them, talking about his followers. Oh, that's actually scary. I've seen some of his followers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Us. I mean, and me sometimes, I... for sure. Like on the way here. Oh. I, Did I, you get angry in traffic? I kept it under control, but yeah, I was like, I could just, let me just do it once. No, no. Just, Please. Please, and then I'll ask for forgiveness later. Right. Can I just have a, like, one day, a yes day? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Can we, like, take this one off the books? <laughs> um, they don't warn you about that, you know? No. Like, but, by the way, the more you know, the less anger you're allowed to express. <laughs> well, no. You can express it. It's just how you do it. How do you express anger that feels good without like screaming or showing someone hand signals or punch them in the throat? Well, now this really, there's this really cool trend going around with the younger kids and okay. people, especially teenage boys, like if they're driving around and actually it happens with girls too. Um, I have one of each. I'm not sure what this says about them and their friends. But anyway, if uh, somebody drives by and gives them the finger, uh-huh. um, the rock, the middle one, then they give them a thumbs up. Like, okay. like a real thumbs up. Like, you know, hey. You're... <laughs> and 
And it's sort of a passive-aggressive way to kind of stick it back in their face. I still just don't feel like when I'm so angry in traffic, yeah. like just a little like <laughs> thumbs, thumbs up, up is not going to do, do it. Because <laughs> right now I'm kind of thinking I might just attach my front bumper to your back bumper and help you along. Yeah. Just get you going a little faster. <laughs> Girl in the Subaru. It is about self-discipline. Oh, it's so hard. Girl in the <laughs> Girl in the white Subaru. That's, that sounds very specific. In the fast lane on Curry Parkway? <laughs> Let's not give the date. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't today. <laughs> oh, so that would not have been a good display. Right. <laughs> right. Well, that's the word that stuck out to me in this. Oh, apparently it was to preach to me. So keep on. My life is on display in them. And I sat with that word display and thought, Okay, a display is a visual aid. Yeah. You know, when you put up a display, you don't have to stand. The goal is to not have to stand beside it. Not You don't have to explain it to anyone. People can just walk by whenever it's, you know, whenever it's convenient or whatever. And they can see it and they get what it's about, the display. Just like the middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> or the thumbs up. <laughs> Yes. Right. Okay. I'm there. And it, okay. Yes. It represents lots of things, a display. And some days are better than others, right? Obviously, in our lives, depending on where we are internally in our hearts. <laughs> okay. So apparently, my heart's a little dirty today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's kind of where the buried alive feels like it comes in because I really sat with when my actions and my words don't match up. Um, I'm not being a very good display. Like, they need to match. If you come by a display and it's got a big cheeseburger on it mm-hmm. and some french fries and a milkshake, and that's the big picture, but then to the right it says, come eat at um, China King. Right. Right? right. Or, um, or Chick-fil-A. You're going to be like, wait, what? That does not match up. Neither one of those places serve burgers and fries and milkshakes. Oh, I guess Chick-fil-A does, but not burgers. And so it's like those commercials that are so dang funny. But you have no idea. Yeah. And you remember the story, but then you're like, I don't even know what they're selling. I don't know what they're advertising. I feel like that's most commercials these days. Yeah, it's true. They're so catchy, but then you're like, I don't even know what they were trying to sell me. Maybe it's in the back of our brains and we're being brainwashed. But anyway, (laughs) I don't want to be that kind of confusing display. Yeah. So how do I fix it? It was my dilemma here. Do do you feel that? I mean, I'm still in traffic right now. So I don't know. (laughs) But I was also laughing because now you... It's, it's been a long morning, I guess, but you have me laughing because you're like, what if they're speaking to your subconscious? And then I like went into this little rabbit hole, like, what have I been doing lately that's surprising? Maybe subconsciously they're making me go to Chick-fil-A every day. Or maybe... <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm, I'm back now. Back to the program. Okay, back to the program. Well, I was just thinking about our displays are very dynamic. Yeah. Because dynamic means they're just, they're ever changing what's going on in our hearts and what's being moved around and sifted out and in. But we feel because of that, because it's so dynamic, sometimes things flare up certain parts within us, in our hearts. 
And then we get back to that buried alive. I just, I think I've been feeling very buried alive and just, I don't know, shame or guilt, anger, sin, all the things, all of that stuff has felt really overwhelming to me lately. So you've been buried alive in my body. Okay. So <laughs> I'm not alone. That makes me feel so much better. Oh, you know, there's, you just feel like, oh, I can't even, I can't even see the light. What is, I don't even know if I can't even see it clearly. What in the world does my display look like to other people? Oh, girl. Okay. You know, yeah. and that is very conflicting for me because I always strive. Uh-oh. I do. Uh-oh. To not ever get in the way of someone's walk with the Lord or what he's trying to say to them or to bring people to him. I put a lot of pressure. I'm not going to lie. I put a lot of pressure on myself for that. I feel like you're just figuring this out as the words are coming out of your mouth. They may be. I may. Yeah. Wow. This is good. Better than counseling, y'all. <laughs> because our conversation yesterday through text we were kind of starting down this path and mm-hmm. I said, well, maybe figuring out what the root of this is. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like you just kind of unburied it a little bit. The pressure that I put on myself, the expectations. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of pressure. I'm definitely feeling buried alive in that. So it's interesting. Speaking of display, I was just in a situation, um, probably at the gym and I, I, I don't always want my face to display what I'm thinking. It's never good. <laughs> I have a hard time with that, but yeah. Right. <laughs> and so an interaction had happened. And one of the parents said something to me. And I was like, does my face look normal? <laughs> and he just started laughing. He's like, yeah, that was totally like you handled that very well. And I thought, great. I'm glad <laughs> on the outside. My, glad my, my display inter- is very <laughs> a facade. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm faking it right now because, yeah. yeah. Well, that's so true. Last night I was at something and a friend was like, hey, come here. And she took me aside. She said, I'm going to say something to you. And then I just want you to turn turn and walk away and pretend like we didn't have this conversation. She wanted it. <laughs> and I was like, wow, where is this going? And she said, blah, blah, blah. Like she just told me this thing, like it wasn't bad or anything. It was just a statement, but she needed to tell me, but we didn't need to talk about it. Anyway, complicated story. And she's like, okay, now, now turn around and walk away and don't say anything. Or, you know, like don't have a reaction. Okay. Like don't ever, don't ever put that on me because you know. (laughs) Anyway, I mean, I was able to, because I didn't even, anyway, but that, so Here's where I want to go with this, this buried alive. This turns back to the reason I've finally gotten, I think, to this place, this moment, this aha moment, maybe y'all witnessed it, is for days I have been going inward with this struggle with God. And this feeling of um, buried alive. And I remember that... God is my bodyguard. Mm. So it's safe there. I also found my safe people Yep. to be able to say these things that sound really ugly or they sound bad when they come out. But I'm so thankful to have 
people that you can talk to people that you can say those things to so they don't get stuck in there and i could have easily kept all this stuff buried and ignored it and moved on but going inward has helped me get to this point where now i'm like okay I'm i'm unpacking this all right to do that i had to get in a space where I felt as if, and it took me a little while, uh-huh. where I could go into my heart space mm-hmm. and be nice to myself in there <laughs> and not beat myself up, up, you know, beat myself right. up about it. Yeah. But no, we're very good at creating hospitable places for others to come. We're so gracious to other people. Right. We'll create light a candle and sit in a special chair and create a hospitable place for God to come and meet with us. Right. But do we do the same thing for ourselves Mm. is my question. And I will also admit it took me a few days to create an environment where I wasn't beating myself up so much about how I was feeling that I could sit with God in this space and work it out. So interesting because now you're showing up authentically for yourself, which is such a weird concept to think about. I it kind of blows your mind, <laughs> right? But how often do we hide from ourselves? The I mean, true busyness. Of- I, there's a lot of things that you could do. You could ignore the feelings. You could go drink the feelings. You could go shop the feelings. You could run away from them. Blame them on other people. Oh yes. Well, this is why I feel that way because. She or he did this. Well, of course I feel this way. Right. Easy to blame it on other people, right? Mm. So how did you get to a place where you could sit comfortably with the, maybe you consider ugly feelings, if you will, because we we all do, like feelings are feelings and God gave us all the feelings. So why do we feel guilt and shame about feeling them? I do not know. I know. And I think we always will struggle with it. I think we get better at it. Mm-hmm. Maybe the more we practice it and go in that inward space and sit with the Lord and ourselves and just wrestle it all out and are honest. But I will say for me this time, saying it out loud mm-hmm. to two trusted people mm-hmm. was really helpful. Yeah. And it wasn't easy to say the things because it's embarrassing to verbalize some of the things that you're thinking or you'd want it like you like you're like yeah i just want to run my fender into her the back of her car you know and push her on down the street <laughs> um which is easier to say that because we don't know them it's not really a personal situation i but mean when it got it, real personal real quick <laughs> well if i let it but yeah it for real <laughs> but i think it gets a lot harder when it's a personal thing and it's really about look we have to look inside ourselves and to go into people you trust and god i mean i did start with god and then talking to two people i trusted who basically did not shame me right or say well you shouldn't feel didn't tell me how i should or shouldn't feel okay let's take notes if someone comes to you with heavy stuff don't tell them how they should or shouldn't feel i like that yes and maybe ask i got asked some good questions Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, nobody threw scripture at me. Okay. I didn't need scripture. I've been sitting in scripture for days before I came to these people. Right. I needed to simply say some things out loud. Mm-hmm. And I need to remember this too when people come mm-hmm. to me. Um, I think we're natural fixers. And 
oftentimes I think we get into this role as women, especially as moms, and our kids are coming to us that we're the we're the fixer yeah. people. And the the nine one one people. Mm-hmm. And so we just automatically fly into that mode instead of sitting, listening, asking questions, and not telling people, well, you shouldn't feel that way because or I understand how you feel. That was a really good thing to hear. Right. So one thing I like is that you, another thing that people do is they'll just say, well, that's just who I am. Right. That's right. <laughs> and that's how, that's just res- how God made me. Yes. But, you know, so if you're one of those people where you're just like, well, that's just who I am and get over it there's some work to be done. And Mm -hmm. that's your way of running away from it, running away from the hard stuff. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people, probably including myself, are at a place where they want to sit and work through this stuff because it is hard work. Oh, gosh. It's it's awful. Like opening the vault and tearing down the walls and speaking some truth, you know, even when it's embarrassing, it it is not fun stuff. But I think it's figuring out... It's what we taught, like, God loves me. And I think that that's finally starting to kick in at 50 years. Yeah. And it's really okay for me to come to him. He did actually make me this way. Right. (laughs) Well, some of this way. And then other people have, you know, pushed some thoughts and I've done some things too. But even if he didn't make every aspect of who I come to, he already knows me. Right. He knows all the things about me. And he knows your heart. Right. You know, and so I love that this, you know, thing that's happening is just going to, well, here's the thing. You're probably going to apply it to somebody's life soon because, you know, we have to walk through it before we teach on it. (laughs) So So warning, you might have a teaching coming up on this soon. (laughs) Well, and I think another thing that just came to me after saying that out loud about I really strive and put a lot of pressure on myself not to ever get in the way of what... God is doing and to be a barrier between someone and their relationship and coming to know God, guess what, Allison? You're not that big. You're just not that, you're just not that deep. Like, (laughs) I mean, like, you're just not that important, you know? I mean, that's putting a lot of, like, God doesn't need you. He's so happy to use you, you know, like, in a good way and for his glory, but he's going to work around you. He is so much bigger than you and all your stuff. Right. Like he's got this. And so that perspective kind of circling back. Yeah. That was, as you said the word earlier, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that just struck a chord with her. <laughs> it did. And yeah. I almost, in my mind, wow, this is like truth be told yep. podcast. In my mind, I heard myself saying the word strive and I was going to switch it up because we think that's such an ugly word. And uh-huh. I said, no, that's exactly what you're doing striving Mm. so that was all going on in my mind too yeah dang i'm exhausted is it nap time yet i feel like it is (laughs) (laughs) the whole point in this crazy podcast today is that we are a display for of jesus for god like he god has gave jesus his followers and we are a display for him out in the world we have these really great days where we feel like we're really winning and we have these days where we feel like we stink it up. God is bigger than all of our bright days and our stinky days. He's bigger than all of that, but it's when we have those things, making our hearts a hospitable place 
not just for other people and for God, but also for ourselves. Processing and healing place. Yeah. Yes. That we can get there and work it out and then have those trusted people. Mm -hmm. Once you've been with God, then, okay, let me get this out there. Yeah. So that it doesn't get buried. Mm. Because it would have come back to haunt me. Here's the thing. Deal with it now so you don't have to deal with it later. Because trust me. It doesn't go anywhere. That's right. Those bones just sit in the ground, just waiting for somebody to unearth them. Waiting for my daughter, the paleontologist. Exactly. We're not old enough to be dinosaurs, so we're okay. Yeah, so far. (laughs) Hey, this has been a really deep conversation. Um, If you're feeling a little buried alive, we hope that you're able to find some inward space with the Lord this week and that He will put place in your path some really amazing friends who will sit, listen, encourage, and ask you some really good questions to move you forward in your walk with Him. Thanks for joining us this week on The Center in the Saint.